Hello. Hello. Hi. Yes. Let me get started. So, hello, y'all. Welcome to the Candy for Trees podcast. My name is Persephone Jam, and I am your host with the most. Um, this is a very special occasion because we are doing two episodes in one day, and I have an amazing guest here, Ezaniah Wright. Care to I say hi? Hello. So, uh, <laughs> we're here today to talk to y'all about creativity, recording, pro- um, like the process of being creative, and um, what Ezaniah does. Yes. So, do you care to do a little introduction? Ooh, I suck at introductions. <laughs> this is um, fine. Gosh, how can I even begin to explain my life? <laughs> uh, music enthusiast, that's one thing. Artist on another. Dog Good. trainer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, tell me a little bit about your art. Uh, my art is vent art, which means, you know, I only do it when I feel emotional, over-emotional. Yeah, absolutely. Same here. Yeah. Um, by the way, y'all, there will be a transcript transcription up on perrysmind.com within the next few days. I am currently working on transcription for my previous episode, Lavender and Scissors Act 1, which also dropped mm-hmm. today. And so this will ma- this might take a little longer. Yeah. So um and all and with your permission, I'd like to include some of the art in your transcription if it's in the Sure, if you'd like to. Uh yeah. I don't really have a site, but <laughs> you know, I'll send over some files for you. That would be wonderful and I would love that. So, you have been involved in helping me put this play together, right? Yes. Yes. And um, do you care to do an impression of your character that you want to play? Um, um, I'm still not very good at his voice. (laughs) No, no, it's all good. It's all good. If you don't want to, that's totally fine. But... um, just for a little background, they are looking to play the character of Basil, the crown prince of the Empire. Yes. First appearance in Act 1, Scene 2 of Lavender and Scissors. And Azaniah does it very well. Oh, stop. Thank you. <laughs> Meaning. <laughs> so... Um, I'm very pleased to have Azaniah on with me today. Do you mm-hmm. have any questions for me? I know we talked about playing a game called Don't Get Me Started, which you don't have to get started, but you can get me started <laughs> on anything you want. Oh my gosh. Um, huh. Any questions? Mmm. Ooh, ooh. What was your inspiration yes. for writing Basil? Like, oh, as a character. Oh gosh. It started in 2014. Oh, a long time ago, I was going to far west Texas and beyond further west mm-hmm. for um, a road trip. Oh. And I came across this book called Amid Splendor and Intrigue, What Life Was Like in the Byzantine Empire. 
Huh. Now, the Byzantine Empire, I will go to like a moth to the flame every time I think about history. Yeah. And so this was no exception. I'm like, I need this book. So my parents got the book for me. Oh. And I was like over and over for the rest of the road trip and I had this idea to retell the story of Justinian and Theodora mm-hmm. emperor and empress of the Byzantine Empire nice. and I ended up this like novelette type thing called Terra mm-hmm. up on a site called Wattpad I'll drop a link in the transcription ah uh, yeah and um, it's not the best writing ever but it was a lot of feels and I wrote it over the course of about three weeks wow about thousand words, not a very long read, but one that's worth reading nonetheless. I think because that's kind of how it started. Yeah. Now, there's something you need to realize about Basil. He has evolved over time quite a lot. Oh, lots of change. He was like, yes, exactly. And he was originally this like kind of arrogant dude who's like used to power, and he's evolved into this. 40-year-old gardening scientist nerd who is, to put it in modern terms, not allosexual. Did I say that? (laughs) Allosexual, yeah. Yes, he is um, what the kids call aromantic and asexual. Like myself. Meaning meaning that he does not experience romantic or sexual attraction to anyone. I believe I covered this in an earlier episode, Lavender and Scissor Revisited. Yeah. But he cracks me up, and <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I was writing the second play a couple weeks back. It's kind of stalled right now because I'm trying to give my mind a break. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but has anything, in, did, in, did anything happen besides the obvious? That line <laughs> kills me every time. I love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that was basically my inspiration for Basil. I have a question for you. Sure. Tell me about Al, your dog. Al? uh, What is he like? Tell the world what Al is like. If anyone has actually watched Full Metal Alchemist, he is exactly like his name implies, who is Alphonse. Very sweet, quiet, but is not afraid to (laughs) get in your face if he has to. Yeah, He is the best boy. I call him the golden boy because he is indeed golden, correct? Yes, he is. He's like a a apricot color. Yes. And um, I'd also like to draw, if you have any videos or pictures you'd like to share of him, you're welcome to. Oh, actually, I do have an old clip that I found of him dancing to some music for me. (laughs) That's adorable. And so what, what, what is Al's purpose in your life? Like, what do you, what is, what, what does he do for you? Al is my psychiatric service dog. Yes. But what does that mean? Uh, Basically, he makes sure that I stay in check with my mental health. So uh, he prevents any self-harm, any meltdowns he'll try to prevent by alerting to me that I'm getting upset so that I can get out of the situation and if I can't move on my own or I can't guide myself he's supposed to take me to a safer place Al is definitely the golden boy yeah he has a really long list of jobs that he's learning but he's doing great he is the sweetest babe um Ezaniah sends me pictures of Al baby I call him Al baby or like 
Like, yeah. I don't know, because I've watched this baby grow up, and he is the best boy. He really is. He's a very good dog. So, this podcast was originally started to talk about music. So, what is your favorite yeah. type of music? Ooh, um, you know, my favorites, my, I, my favorite changes a lot of the time. It just depends on my mood. But right now, I've been listening to a lot of, like, rap and hip-hop right now. Good, good. Yeah. And you do have a ukulele. I do. What do you know on the ukulele? Um... Can't Help Falling in Love is the one I used to play for Al when he was a puppy to have him go to sleep. But um, I know a good number of 21 Pilots songs because I got very, very into it at some point and obsessed and bought a ukulele because that's just kind of how I work when I find something I really Mm -hmm. like. Yes. So, yes, I self-taught myself. Yeah, same here. And, um... I love 21 Pilots as well. Car yeah. radio gets me every mm, time. Car radio is very, very relatable, and I appreciate the fact that they are willing to talk about those kind of things that people are kind of like to label as taboo. It's yes, important exactly. for mental health, so I agree. Mm-hmm. So, um, actually, Car Radio, the studio version, made it onto my Rebellion Radio YouTube playlist for my plays oh wow i don't know if you knew that i did not know that that's really awesome actually yeah because it's kind of it kind of encapsulates like the emotional feeling of honestly the second play yeah because the second play is it's more more it's mostly the character of jason belisarius or bell mm-hmm. where he's at right now sweet baby bill Sweet baby Bell, exactly. Big eight foot tall alien general energy. <laughs> Every time I hear that, I just think of my friend now. <laughs> yes, tell me more about the friend. Tell me more about Idris. Oh, that's okay. Idris, I'm sure he won't mind. He's a very cool. chill dude, super laid back, one of the coolest guys you'll ever know, but you know, don't cross him. That's what I recommend. Do not do that. Uh, it's it's for everybody's betterment. But uh, do he's, not. Yeah, he's into music. He's he is an artist as well, in a different mm-hmm. way. Very good. Well, art is art, basically, to me at least. As long as it's self-expression, I call it art. Ah, heck yeah, yeah. And you're also into martial arts. Can you tell me more about that? Yes. Um. Honestly, I've liked it ever since I can remember, but. Only around high school did I really start to, I guess, dive into that more and accept it. Yeah. And now it's just kind of like, yes, I want to try everything. (laughs) Right. Do you think that falls under the category of art, self-expression that you just supplied to us? Absolutely. Absolutely. That is so good. Like, uh, I, I definitely see that as art. Well, martial mm-hmm. art, so <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. it's got art in the name. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. So, and that's so cool. I believe last night we were talking about swordsmanship. Can you tell me more yes. about that? Kendo is probably one of my favorite martial arts I've ever tried. It's it's really awesome. I can't wait to go back. But um, yeah, it's, it's very much about respect for everybody involved. Mm-hmm. And gloating is very much 
<laughs> looked down upon, which I love. Good. Mm-hmm. As I'm a big I'm a big advocate for you know mutual respect. Exactly. So what do you think about, like, in terms of respect, what do you think about, like, how would you define for whoever's listening, mm-hmm. if this is okay with you, like, mm-hmm. how you respect yourself? Like, how, what do you, th- and that's a big topic nowadays, self-care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How would you define that? Ooh, well, defining it? Mm. Or, like, what would you do to uh, how, help people do self-care, respect themselves, and respect mm-hmm. others? I'd say start by drawing out your boundaries. Everybody should have some kind of boundary. Yeah, exactly. And um, I'll I'll chime in here and say that I don't. I've been thinking about a, a lot about desperation mm-hmm. and how that can play in people's lives. Like you could, you should honestly set boundaries with yourself as well. What else do you think? Yeah. I think so, because, like, for example, uh, the job I was in not too long ago, I ended up quitting for my mental health, and good. it takes a lot of self-care to be able to do something like that, Agreed. you know? yeah. So, that is the best and example. I'm, and I'm so proud of you for that. Thank and you. And so, um... I've I've known you for a little bit, and I, we met because of a group that dealt with identity. I'm not sure exactly which one. Yeah. But um, can you, if you want to, can you tell me a little bit more about that with you? What does that mean to you? Sure. Uh, well, my identity in particular is just that it is, rather than being something that I feel the need to like push on to people, because mm-hmm. I've seen some people will do that. Um, oh yeah I just kind of let it be and if anybody asks the question then I'm like yeah non-binary yeah you know if if they care that much yeah. but I honestly just don't really see it as a super huge deal mm-hmm. you know yeah exactly and yeah. I know some people put a great deal of emphasis on it mm-hmm. which is interesting to me because like it should be an intensely personal thing yeah and um so it's very interesting to see how different people react to their identity. Now, mm. for those of you who don't know, identity in this case, in the case that I'm referring to, and I believe as Anaya is referring to, is gender yes. identity. Yes. Just so, just to clear things up. Yeah. I was being vague. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I was being vague as well. But it, it's something that I believe has been a big source of like inspiration and... In my case, contention with myself. Right. And so it's it's definitely a journey. And I often find that my gender journey and my spiritual journey intersect mm. in interesting places. But yeah. so a little background on me is I am I also deal with a gender different from the binary. Mm-hmm. I'm still not sure exactly what it is. Yeah, and that's okay. Well, thank you. And the closest thing I can describe it as is genderqueer. And genderqueer, as far as I can tell, is like basically a choose-your-own-adventure. Correct me if I'm wrong. Call me on it if I'm wrong, please. Oh, no, no, no. In in the sense of me, it's very much a, it is what you make of it. Yeah. Do you think I'm right in that definition? I don't know. I don't want to put you on the spot. (laughs) Oh, no, it's fine. I mean, to me, gender in itself the definition of gender is like 
it's a social construct. So it literally is yeah. what you make of it. Mm-hmm. So I do and, agree. Oh, well, oh. thank you. Yeah. You're good. Um, and it's very interesting to think about like the process of it. How mm-hmm. would you describe your process in finding out more about who you are? Um, honestly, it took a lot of self-reflection for sure. And just yeah. like talking to people and like I know you shouldn't rely on outside opinion for certain things mm-hmm. but like I always ask you know how have you seen me this whole time you know like yeah. is there anything that's super different or you know do you just see me as me and most people that have told me they're just like yeah you're just you and that's how you know it's always been it's not like this is my friend that is a girl you know it's just yeah. kind of like you're you and you're awesome and yeah exactly that's what that's just what I go by anyway you know it's how Mm -hmm. I feel so it it was more like validating that is so good and like honestly being seen as yourself is something that is incredibly powerful like when I meet someone I'm terrible with names but I usually try to make an effort to remember their name especially if I see them multiple times yeah it's names and native language Mm-hmm. Be it love language, spoken language, nonverbals. It's like mm-hmm. if you speak with someone in their first or native language, you have a friend almost for life. Oh, yeah. Like having learned Spanish for the better part of a decade, I find mm-hmm. that it's very important to speak their like if, if you have someone who speaks a different language than you, but you know their language as a second language, speak mm-hmm. their language. Yeah, because as a as a whole, people want to be heard. That is true, Very and I'm glad that people are seeing that language in action with you. Yeah, even if it's not a different spoken language, and that's amazing. It's good to be seen. It's good to be heard, and you honestly make me feel heard and seen as well. Oh, thank you. I'm glad. Welcome, and I'm glad for our friendship as well. Oh, come Do on! Do you I have don't... any questions for me? I'm gonna cry on the podcast. <laughs> Do not cry. Oh. <laughs> I'm I'm not going to shame you for crying. <laughs> no, no. It's just really sweet. Um, well, I try. You know, I'm not really sure if I have any questions. You know, it's like, usually if I've had any, you've already answered them. <laughs> or like, if you have any questions you think people should know about me. So put it mm. that way. Like, you're trying to like, introduce me to someone you didn't know. Huh? Well, the first thing I tell them is, like, you're very energetic and high-spirited. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's why Idris already knew when you spoke to him. <laughs> that is so true. I am I am an energizer bunny and a human being, and I blame caffeine for that. Yes. We love you for it anyway, though. Oh, that's so sweet. I love you all, too. Um, yeah. So, like... Or like if you were if you were meeting me for the first time, and I'll, and I'll do mm-hmm. the same for you, especially if you come back again. We can, we can talk for about ten more minutes. Oh sure. Yeah, and so or we can go longer. It doesn't matter. It's up to you, depending on when you get tired. I mean, I am completely rested now. I had to. The rain has stopped <laughs> as well, so thankfully yeah, I'm I'm awake again. Yeah. Sun out here, like it's beautiful. Um, where do you live? Just so the viewers, so, so the listeners know. I am from Georgia. Very nice. In a quieter town now, Suwannee. You know? Nice. Mm hmm. 
Yeah, I come from the hustle and bustle of Fort Worth, Texas, which has, I learned the other day, more people in it than the entirety of Alaska, where I live now. Oh, yeah. Like, Texas is actually big enough to... I think it's bigger than the UK. Uh, Yeah, if you look at a site called Mm mapfight.com, and I'll also drop a link for that as soon as I listen back. If you look up mapfight.com, it's the best place to compare maps and sizes of mm. nations. Sometimes yeah. the map, the projections on a map, if you're not looking at it like on a proper globe, you can skew the sizes. Especially if you look at the thing called a Mercator projection. Huh. It is the size of the United States on a map. Oh, wow. Like Basically, the only way you can really make a proper map from a globe... Mm-hmm. If you make it like it's peeled like a peeled like a citrus fruit. Oh, interesting. That's something that y'all may not have known about a map. Huh. You have to always adjust for size, and you can never make a perfect map, because you're going from 3D round to a 2D, to 2D paper. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And um, so mapfight.com is a very, very important resource, and we're not sponsored by mapfight.com, I swear. <laughs> but um, mapfight.com has been a very interesting resource for comparing sizes of locations. Yeah. Like, there's, uh, my, my dad always tells this story. My dad always told this story of he would get telemarketers calling during hurricane season or business partners or what have you calling during mm-hmm. hurricane season and saying, hey, are y'all okay from the hurricane? And you would have to basically draw a verbal map for him saying, we are 300 miles from the coast. Yeah, so you're fine. Texas is that big, and if we have severe weather in the south, we won't get it in the north except for some scattered rain. That's crazy. Yeah, and that's how big Texas is. And so at, at points, we're 500, 600, 700 miles from the coast. And that's pretty nuts. Yeah. But in Alaska, it's even bigger. If I recall, and I'd have to do map fight for this as well to make sure, um, Alaska is a, a size of one-third of the U.S. with not even a fraction of the population. Yeah. I was talking with my friend the other day, and he was like, he was like, yeah, I was like, Alaska's bigger than Texas, don't you forget it. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, but how much is populated? And I was like, um, <laughs> you know, that's a good question. Because mm-hmm. I'm, he told me he's like, uh, Fort Worth itself has more people than the entirety of Alaska, and don't you forget it. <laughs> I thought that was great, and that's so, yes, exactly. And so, do you know about how many people? Like, I know Atlanta probably has more people than the entirety of Alaska. Uh, yeah, we do have a really dense population right now because Atlanta's kind of becoming slowly like the New New York, which is where I've heard a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of filming down Mm -hmm. here. I know a couple of my teachers in the past had people filming at their houses and things like that. Oh, dang. Yeah. Yeah, I think actually the most recent one I've heard of where they were filming here was Black Panther, the waterfall scene. They filmed that here. They're actually, but that sounds awesome. Yeah, my grandpa saw the set. (laughs) Oh, cool. Cool, cool. Yeah. That's amazing. Thank you for sharing that. Oh, no, it's no problem. Yeah. So I have a question for you. Sure, go ahead. Um, 
Where is the farthest you have been from your hometown? Oh, that's easy. That would be New York. Nice. It's the farthest I've ever gone. <laughs> um, now, if I end up going on this trip to see the Olympics this year, yeah, I will be going to Japan. So nice. That will be an updated. <laughs> that's how far I've been away yeah. from home. Keep me posted. <laughs> I definitely will. It's awesome. Yeah. And so if you want to do a quick don't get me started, give me a topic and I'll go. Ooh. Um, hmm. Yeah. Mm, a topic. Anything. Anything goes. Okay. How about video games? Video games. Okay. The rules of don't get me started are if someone has to give me a topic... And I have to go for as long as I can. My record is 30 minutes. So if you if probably if y'all don't mm-hmm. want to hear the re- if y'all don't want to hear all of don't get me started, stop at about now. <laughs> <laughs> at about now. <laughs> at about now. And so three, two, one, video games. And this is gonna be tangential. So I'm gonna go on a mm-hmm. tangent. Go ahead. All right, all right, all right. So I don't know when this was released. And by the way, the rules are I can make stuff up. Yeah. So, video games. In 2011, I think it was 2011, because I know it hit radio in 2011, Lana Del Rey Mm -hmm. released a song called Video Games. (laughs) I know that's probably not the topic you were looking for, (laughs) but Lana Del Rey released Video Games, and... That album is very weird because, I don't know, she seemed to be into, like, older guys and according to that album, but she's matured a lot. And it was around this time (laughs) that I got really, 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 really annoyed with Minecraft. Oh, no. I remember the story. (laughs) Yes, yes, you do. And so I got really, really annoyed with Minecraft because my brother and my cousins used to play pretend with me all the time whenever we got together. But then yeah. Minecraft broke their brains. Um. And so I was just about done with Minecraft. Because that was be all they would do instead of playing pretend with me. And they were off in their own little world. So I kind of boycotted video games for a very, very long time. But as I was, when I was little, I was addicted to The Sims. Yes. Roller Coaster Tycoon. Same. Tycoon. And at one point, I flirted with an addiction to Sim City. <laughs> and School Tycoon. School Tycoon was pretty legit, but I think the graphics now would be considered abysmally awful. Oh, yeah. It's always like that for the classics. Exactly. And so I was kind of. I think everyone gets in this mode with The Sims where you become an angry god. <laughs> Where you would not be a nice... This is where you learn that you would not be a benevolent god because if one of your sims annoys you enough, you can tell him to die by flies. Oh, no. And sometimes I'd just be like, all right, nuke him from orbit. And I would just kill everyone. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Sometimes you can, like... You know, you can make your sims do a whole bunch of bad stuff. Like, you can put them in a room with nothing in it and watch them, like, die of boredom. Oh, no. That, but that's how I knew I would not be a benevolent god. <laughs> well, it's always nice to have confirmation. 
Yes, agreed. And um, I believe the first video game ever invented was Pong. Don't get, don't count me on that. And Pong was an interesting video game where it was very, very simple. And I believe it came out in the se- like late seventies, early eighties. Mm-hmm. And everyone was like, "Oh, Pong! We need Pong!" People <laughs> would get like this Atari machine in their house, and people would be like, "They'd be envious if you didn't have that Atari machine." <laughs> And I'm pretty sure it would be like having a car in college. If you have the Atari machine in your house and no one else has an Atari machine, they require playing on your Atari machine and will use you for your Atari machine. Wow, that's that's terrible. (laughs) I'm just speculating here. Okay, I'm like, this is going to be the hardest game to understand for me because, like, things like that go so over my head just... So, like, you could be saying a lie, and I will not realize it's a lie, and I'll have to actually go fact-check <laughs> later. Uh, yeah, yeah. Most of this I'm trying to be factual. Okay. But, <laughs> yeah. So, um, when I was little, <laughs> I could, um, my, my left-hand use was very limited, because I had a stroke in 1998. This is true. Yes. Can confirm this is true. And so I get really, really frustrated when I was trying to play games with my controller on the PS2. This was back when PS2s were a thing in like 2009 and earlier. Mm. (laughs) And I just get really frustrated and have to do everything with my right hand when playing SSX3. And SSX3 was hilarious because I'd get like super super into watching people play and I'd like have adrenaline rushes making myself play as well. Yeah. <laughs> and that was a good time. And my parents would they, there was a bunch of bad language for like a 10-year-old. Oh no. And so they made us only play with this one character who only spoke Japanese. <laughs> and <laughs> we were upset with this because Allegra was my favorite and they all had like different kinds of strengths and weaknesses and Kaori's was being cute <laughs> pretty Aww. much like I think she would get all the sponsorships because she was just really cute and good at what she did yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know this whole thing is just really funny to me <laughs> and but so my passion was the Sims and Roller Coaster Tycoon. And again, I was not a benevolent god, and I always ran the business into the ground. I never made a profit playing the Sims. Oh, or, no. I mean, I the Sims I did, but Roller Coaster Tycoon, freaking forget it. Uh, yeah, I, I can understand that. Up. I would be bankrupt by the end of the game. Like, two hours in, I'd be like, hey, I'm out of money, bye. Uh. <laughs> Like, I did not understand profit and loss. <laughs> you poor thing. Yeah, and I remember Roller Coaster Tycoon 3 or 4 came out in, like, 2010. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, 2009, 2010, and the graphics were, like, amazing for their time. And I got the Water Park expansion pack, and I remember, like, freezing up my computer... <laughs> Because oh. the computer would go too hard. Oh no. <laughs> that was hilarious. And I don't know. I, I, whenever I was playing The Sims 2, like keep in mind, this is The Sims 2. It's not all that advanced. Mm-hmm. I could not get color on the walls. Ah. Uh, 
They were all red. No matter what color I painted them, the graphics card rendered them as red. Now, there it is. Hey, I'm sorry. I cut. I, I ended up finishing the recording by accident early, so this is part two of Don't Get Me Started. Oh gosh. <laughs> yeah. So the graphics cards were the graphics card rendered the walls as red. Mm. This is bright crimson. And I don't know. I'm sure my husband would like had he been had he known me back then. This was before we even met for the first time. He would have been like, "What is wrong with your computer?" <laughs> and um, so that was that would that would have been really funny. But again, hindsight is twenty twenty, and we can't always go back in time. Yeah. And um, I remember speaking of back in time. I set up this emulator in like 2015, 2016. Mm-hmm. And I ended up running Chrono Trigger on it for a minute. And then I Chrono Trigger and went back to writing my book. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> but I had, like, this whole rig set up and everything. Like, I stole my brother's controller and it was a good time. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty great. It was pretty great. And I don't know. There are not many lies in this Don't Get Me Started, but I'm going to call it good there. <laughs> yeah. Just like that that's time right there. That's time. Yeah. So do you have any final questions for me? Oh hmm. I think you mentioned something about meeting me, and then you were gonna do something about that. I'm not sure. My memory is god awful. Oh, I think you were asking me how I describe you to other people. Oh yeah. Okay. Like 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 if you if someone were meeting me for the first time. Yeah. What would you say? Or what would you ask me about? Right. Yeah. So what are your thoughts on that? Uh well, like before, it's just you're really energetic and nice, so <laughs> I'm just like, oh, I tried. Yeah. That, that was the main thing. Well, thank you. And if I were introducing you to a new person, I would say Ezaniah is hilarious. Oh, stop. I'm not that funny. <laughs> you are hilarious and you need to stop that. Do not put yourself down in front of me. I and, won't. Um, I don't want to die. <laughs> I'm not mad at you, I swear. But I um, very funny and very sweet and can think on their toes thank you you are so welcome thank you for joining me today on the candy for trees podcast you're welcome this is Ezania Wright and I am Persephone Jam your host with the most and I will see you next Thursday thank you so much goodbye bye thank you